Welcome to the Rory Runback. I'm your host, Jeff Rohn, and I have a great interview for you guys today with junior guard for LaSalle Boys basketball team, Raf Awa, and I'm happy to bring to you an RI Sports Focus podcast where we deep dive into our local, high school, college, and athletic programs across our great state of Rhode Island. Here we go. Welcome to the Rody Runback episode 87 and I have another great interview with you guys today with Raf Arwa. He is a junior guard for LaSalle Academy's boys basketball team. Great interview with Raf. It was great to get to know him, how he got into basketball, how he ended up moving to Rhode Island, going to LaSalle, what it's like being a part of the LaSalle community. Um, actually makes his own shirts and sweatshirts too on the side it was just a great interview great to get to know LaSalle you'll definitely see it in today's episode uh, but before we get into that interview remember you can watch the interview on YouTube by searching a roadie run back just look it up there but remember to hit that like share and subscribe button if you haven't already and if you can't make it and watch it just stay tuned here and listen here and hit that like share and subscribe button now here is our interview with Brock all right, on today's show, I welcome a very special guest. He is Raf Awa. He's a junior guard for LaSalle Boys basketball team. Raf, how are you? Good. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing real well. How are you, how are you holding up during these COVID times? Um, I'm hanging in there. You know, everything's kind of starting to come back to normal. So, uh, so hopefully there's some hope ahead. But, you know, I'm looking forward to hanging in. That's good. That's good. Um, I want to just, before we talk about this past season and the experience playing in this past season, how did you get into basketball? So I really was, I started off as a soccer guy, actually. I was never, I never picked up a basketball. Uh, my family was mainly soccer. And then uh, my older brother started playing basketball when he was in middle school. And, you know, same way, younger brother, older brother, you kind of imitate what your older guy does. So he started playing, I started playing, and after that, I kind of got hooked and haven't looked back. That's awesome. That's great. And like, have you, do you have like a friendly competition with your brother? Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, friendly is, you know, maybe not the best word to put it, but uh, it's definitely competition. And uh, recently, I've been able to beat him a couple times now, now that I'm a little bit older, but I've gotten beat down countless amount of times. <laughs> well, so, toughing me up, but I'm that's getting good. now. Hey, that's good. At least you're getting your revenge now. It's time to get the payback, right? Exactly. That's awesome. So, uh, Raph, I want to ask, too, like when you were playing basketball in middle school and everything, was there always a decision in the back of your mind that you knew you were going to go to LaSalle or did you or did you know you want to go somewhere else? How did you end up at LaSalle? So, actually, I spent majority of my years growing up in New York. I moved to Rhode Island at the start of my eighth grade year because uh, – my brother got into college here and uh, my dad found a good job here. So we decided, you know, everything works out. This looks like the move. So we moved to Rhode Island. So uh, the middle school decision was a little bit odd because we didn't want to, my mom didn't want to, you know, put me in a middle school and have to change back because we always thought LaSalle or Hendrickin really were going to be the top choices. So I decided to spend one year at the middle school at LaSalle and then continued my career at high school at LaSalle. So it was more of like a joint decision. 
That's awesome. That's that's really cool. And what's the like? What's the transition from come from New York to here? Was is it a different style of play too from when you were playing in middle school? Um, yeah, I mean, I wish I could tell you, but I always think about it now. Even about uh, I never got the chance to like. I guess when I was younger, I never really understood the game at the level I do now. So when I was going and watching the high school games, I, I maybe I can't remember or I was too young, but I can't really judge. But I would say, I mean, I will, I lived in upstate. I wasn't, you know, New York City type deal. I was more farther north. So I think it's maybe about the same, maybe a little bit more competitive down here than it was up there. So it was a little bit of a change, but it was about the same, I'd say. That's awesome. That's cool. And then what's like, now what's your time been like playing with Sal and being part of, you know, another great historic program in, in, the, in the state of Rhode Island? I mean, I love it. The community there is great. Um, you know, even regardless if it's a winning team or it's not, they always, you always know that you're going to be, you know, a family there. And, you know, with them being synonymous with winning, you know, that there's a certain type of standard you have to hold yourself to. So everyone there is kind of locked in with the same type of ideas, same type of goals. And once everyone's clicking like that, you know, you can put together a really good season. And that's what we tried to do this year. Like you said, we fell a little short, but, you know, we'll be definitely be back next year. That's yeah, that's great. And now what was it like this season anyways, was just a weird year totally. Like, I don't like, how did you feel like first A, before you even got started with the season, do you think you were going to have a season? And like B, what was it like just the, you know, know that you're playing and then play with like mask and go through that seat, go through that season with a mask and everything. It was definitely a transition because I wasn't, I knew we were going to play. I, I had an inclination that we were going to play. I knew that we were going to play some type of a season. I didn't know how much of a season we were going to have, but I knew we were going to have something, but, you know, definitely the masks, you know, is tough. Uh, I'm huffing and puffing every time, but I think the main thing that I really wasn't expecting was the like, like fans, how much fans played a role in the game and, and you know, just having like, like near the end of the season, having JV, you know, JV teams in the center, they were like, I feel like I was playing in like the Duncan Center, you know, Duncan Donut Center with all, like that little small group. So it's definitely going to be fun to see, you know, how it's going to be like, hopefully if we can get the fans back in the Mac next year and how loud is that going to be and how much of a role it's going to play in winning or losing games. So. Yeah. I, I, I can only imagine what it was like playing without fans. It must've been like, almost like, uh, not to put it like down, but like almost like a, like a scrimmage. It felt must have felt like a scrimmage in some sort of ways. Yeah, I mean, not really putting it down. It definitely felt like that. It, a lot of the pressure kind of went on the the bench team and the JV to kind of bring the energy up. But you could hear it sometimes, like after a basket, you know, it'd be like you know a couple claps, you know, <laughs> run back down. So I mean, everybody did the best they could. Oh, that's 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 great I mean at least you had some you know you had some cheering going on with the JV and the, you know some of the guys off the bench as well I'm sure that helped out is there a game that really stuck out to you the most that you enjoyed the most during the season um I think the game that I may have enjoyed the most was um probably the last game against Hendricken uh I enjoyed that game a lot and I really you know I just love competition and I love high stakes games and that's as high as it's going to get Hendrick in semifinals. So that was probably my favorite game to play in other than, you know, in the regular season games, they just don't compare to playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. And what, now what would, what do you think that atmosphere would have been like if there was a crowd with that game? Cause that game was intense. It went to overtime it was, you know, I think like you and the classical Mount Pleasant game and that one was like the top two of the, of the season. Like, it's just like crazy how that happened. 
Yeah, it was definitely. I mean, we were we were talking about it uh, the whole team before the game. We were talking about like you know us going in right now. That gym would be packed to the brim with people and loud and people yelling, people walking. And as much as you know, it would partly affect the game because you know Hendrick and guys are gonna bring their team and they're gonna bring their fans and we're gonna bring our fans. I think you know that can maybe sway the game either side. So. I really hope we could have had fans there because the atmosphere would have been electric. Yeah, next year, next year, man. Next year, definitely be a lot of fun to be there. I hope, I hope they, we can get them back in there. I really do. You will probably see me and Ball and R.I. there as well, too. So we'll be there. <laughs> I'll, make sure to, I'll make sure to, you know, give you acknowledgement after, you know, some, I hit a three or do something. I'll make sure to pay my respects. All right, sounds good. I'm into that. I'll, t- I'll take it for sure. <laughs> um, and what's the most difficult thing that you felt like you faced during the season, like any adversity or what was like the most difficult thing you felt like you faced? Um, I believe the, probably the toughest thing we had to face individually for myself was going into the role of having to be, you know, the guy and be like the leader that's going to have to step up. And, you know, usually I was always, you know, playing a little bit, I was playing up for my age. I never really had to fill that role. So now being the upperclassman, having to have, you know, sophomores and freshmen looking up to me, it was definitely something that I had to, you know, get used to and remember that, you know, the way I carry myself is how the team's going to carry itself and I got to represent. So um, it took a little bit getting used to, took a couple of practices, but after that, I started to realize, you know, what I got to do to get this team to win, get this team to play together and eventually hopefully get to an end goal that we all shared. That's great. And uh, what, like, you know, you said when you become the guy, what's it like, you know, you, you had some great scoring games and like, you know, when teams start to zero in on you, like what's some of the things that you do to kind of like get yourself free to find a way to get shots for yourself too, because to, to help your team get in that scoring aspect and get baskets. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something that I end up ended up seeing a lot of, you know, teams, a lot of times when I catch the ball and go collapsing really fast in that paint. And so it's mainly just a lot of decision-making, being able to understand, when I got to kick out, when I got to see the seams, it's slowly became more of like, I got to slow the game down as opposed to going hundred miles an hour to the head down to the basket. So it definitely took uh, a little bit of calculation now to learn how to play it. But I think that's going to help me in the long run when I start to, you know, that zeroing gets even, you know, worse and gets even more intense and finding my way to get to the basket and, you know, still score, but still keep my teammates going. So kind of find that good balance. Yeah. That good imagery. Now, what is that? Like something you're going to go into the off season? Is that one of the things you're going to work on during the off season? Like what are you going to look into facing in the off season? Yeah. Um, the off season, I'm definitely looking to do better in my, you know, decision-making doing better in uh, basically, you know, all aspects of my game just to elevate it. Uh, I thought I could have shot the ball a little bit better this year. So definitely going to sit and get some shots up, you know, you know, outside in the gym and, you know, shoot at a higher clip and, you know, finishing at the basket, keeping my teammates involved, being able to stay conditioned and just overall, you know, become a better player than I was, you know, this year. That's the goal ultimately. That's great. And now what was it like to get when the end of season awards from ball and RI Ramon himself? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's always, it's always nice to get recognition. It's always nice to feel like, you know, people are watching you people understand what you're doing to what you're doing. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm, I really just want that, that trophy, that all that, you know, state championship trophy. I appreciate all the love from ball and RI. I appreciate all the love from, you know, RIC, you know, the RI basketball association for nominating me and all, for all state and, you know, best guard and stuff. But 
you know, team sport. I, mean, I just want that all state, but thank you again for everything for all those. I mean, yeah. I'll take them, you know, don't worry. I'll take them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you want that ring now. That's, that's the thing that yeah, you want. Yeah. Thing, you know, my, my fingers are bare. I need yeah. to fill them up. So yeah, all. exactly. Gotta get, gotta fill them up. Gotta fill them up. Yeah. I mean, all my friends, all the, all the different sports, all the soccer, tennis, football, everyone, you know, they're ringed up and I'm just sitting on the, sitting at the lunch table with nothing on my fingers, you know, <laughs> gotta catch up. So hope next yeah. year. Exactly. Exactly. You, you gotta, you gotta get ringed up, man. You gotta, you gotta yeah. put a ring on it somehow. Right? So, right. Exactly. Um, and now what's it like? Cause you play now AU for mass premiere. What's your time done with the mass premiere so far when you guys start playing your first game? Um, I really love the guys over there and I think they really understand, you know, what they want to do. And I love the coach, uh, coach Adams, great guy, you know, really wants to work hard, always keeps us working hard. So um, I've never played with them before, so it's, you know, I'm seeing how I like it, and right now I'm loving it. So hopefully, you know, when the first game comes around, we can get ourselves a win and have ourselves a successful season. That's awesome. And what's it like just anyways, like you're playing in, in Nash, you're playing against some, like, other competition from New England and other states and stuff. Like, what's what's that do for you? Because, you know, some guys, you play against Rhode Island, you play against guys know who you are. What's it like to play against different guys? It's definitely, you know, fun to, you know, get out of the Rhode Island bubble and start to see, you know, where you are the rest of the rest of the region. And it's fun to play those guys again, you know, outside of high school basketball. And a lot of times, you know, we'll come together and we'll play. But I think it's it's nice to go out there and, you know, see the different talent you are and, you know, gauge, you know, where you are in the food chain, see where you are, what you got to work on, how hard you got to work. So. I like playing, you know, outside the bubble, outside my comfort zone, because that's how you get better. That's awesome. That's great. And now I just want to ask some questions just for fun and people to get to know you and who you are and everything, because you're very professional of how you speak, by the way. It's a very, very professional <laughs> chat. So I want to yeah, want to know, um, do you have any pregame rituals or superstitions? Uh, yeah, uh, we do have a we have a uh, we have a couple team ones that I won't share out, out loud to the public. That'll keep you know keep it under wraps. But personally, yeah. uh, we used to I used to have a thing. I didn't do it this year because it, it just didn't feel right. But I usually tape my wrists uh, before the, I usually tape my left wrist before the game specifically, and I I write something on. It. I either write you know something goofy or like let's go get a win today or you know some inside joke and. And I'll just get out there and play, and like I'll point at it if someone in the crowd notices it. You know, it's kind of something I do. But and then I do, you know, a dribbling series before the game every time, and then you know we lock in and we're ready to play. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. And how, um, how did that start? Did you just like start it one day just for the heck of it, or just like it kind of? Yeah, actually, I gotta thank I gotta thank uh, my friend uh, Jakai Washington. You know, top sophomore now. Uh, he started it. We called it Wrist Tape Wonders. He was the first person to do it, and he was like, "You should do it with me." And I did it, and we haven't stopped since. It's just me and him. We kind of do that every game now. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, shout out to Jakai for starting that and making that happen. Yeah. That's that's a cool yeah, thing. Shout out to Jakai for Wrist Tape Wonders. You know, I'm yeah. Playing, you, know, you start seeing people do it during high school. We, we you know you know who to thank. Me and him. Or, you have to start trademarking that one. Though. Yeah, exactly. It's gotta be, <laughs> be put under copyright now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Uh, now, do you have a favorite meal or anything that a favorite food that you like to eat? Uh, favorite food? Uh, I'm definitely a mac and cheese man. Uh, I like mac and cheese. Put like the chicken on it, barbecue sauce, and that's you know we're ready to go. 
That's, that's awesome. All right. And now is there another sport that you would play outside of basketball that you want to like to try? Um, I'm, I do, I am a two sport athlete. I play soccer, so I'd probably pick soccer. And, uh, although I'm not very good, you know, uh, um, I still like playing and I still like to be outside and, you know, a lot of my friends play it. So that'd probably be my second option. That's awesome. What position do you play in soccer? Uh, center back. I'm a defensive guy. Nice. Nice. How do you think that intertwines to a basketball playing soccer? Um, how do you think that footwork helps or like, and like just being in conditioning as well too? It does. Uh, a lot are more running in soccer. So I think that did maybe help me get up and down the floor and the same kind of shifting of the feet and, you know, poking at the balls, the same as reaching. You got to know, you know, when to poke, when to not, when to shift your feet. So it is kind of like the same thing at the end of the day, but just, you know, moving different parts. So I think it does help me. Nice. And then favorite, like basketball, favorite NBA team and favorite player? New York Knicks. I'm a Knicks fan till the end. What do you what do you think about them this year? I mean, they're making they're doing well. I they they are. I mean, my guys, you know, Julius Randle, All Star, RJ Barrett's playing out of his mind quickly. I think we we can we can do something. Maybe not this year, uh, but maybe the next year. I think we can definitely make some moves. So it's looking good up in New York. Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to start attracting some like better free agents too, and like possibly yeah. land a couple of superstars because definitely. I think Thibs is a great great fit for them. Yeah, I mean, they're starting to put it together. And once, I mean, the whole, the whole thing of why free agents didn't come to New York was because of, you know, everybody hates, the, everyone hates the president. Everybody hates, you know, the atmosphere. They suck. No one wants to go to New York. So now that we're winning, now that it looks like guys are having fun on the court, you know, we're waiting for the All-Stars to come. Yeah, they'll be lining up, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be nice to see New York Knicks basketball back in action. You guys are actually doing better than the Celtics. The Celtics have Two supers, two all stars. Yeah, I know. Your Celtics aren't doing too hot. I've been letting everybody know. <laughs> yeah, you got to have those bragging rights. You know, yeah, you deserve yeah, them. Yeah. I've, I've, t- I've gotten so much slack for the Knicks. I can't say, whenever I talk about the bad about the Celtics, they're like, yeah, but you're a Knicks fan. You can't be talking. So now I can kind of, you know, get off a little bit and tell them what I feel. So I like it. I like it. Uh, now, do you have any uh, other favorite sports that you watch or teams? Um, I like to watch football uh, when the season's around, uh, basketball mainly, uh, definitely NCAA right now. And, uh, you know, occasionally if I'm on, if I'm bored, I'm slipping through the channels, you know, tennis, uh, axe throwing also is very popular that I like to watch. And uh, recently I've been watching um, the game uh, Cornhole. There's like a comp- national competition. Yeah, yeah. In the Cornhole national competition. And I was watching it with my friends and I was like, this is like amazing. I, I, this needs to be like prime time. So I'm watching Cornhole in my, in my pastimes. That's I like it. That's, I feel like when the pandemic happened, I feel like Cornhole was like the only sport that was like actually on. The guys were like playing with like masks and <laughs> throwing yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It was like Cornhole, bowling, and like axe throwing. It was like the ESPN one, two, and three. It was like those three channels. It's like <laughs> watching ESPN Eocho at one point, it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watching it in Spanish just to get some. Yeah. Um, now, uh, do you favorite thing to do outside of basketball? Outside of basketball, um, I love to design clothes. Actually, that's kind of like the pastime that I like to do. Uh, I have, you know, a small little clothing brand and clip that I made, and uh, I enjoy, you know, making that stuff in my off time and kind of designing it and selling it out. That's awesome. What What's the brand? Where can I buy? 
Um, World's Clay is the brand. Uh, it's short for the world is clay. It's kind of like a metaphor into the part of, you know, I was always a fan of claymation and uh, all that stuff and man made of clay. So kind of clicked to me. And uh, yeah, that's kind of been the thing so far. We've, uh, it's link is the, I think the, the link is in my bio on Instagram is to the other Instagram page for World's Clay. You can see the different stuff I've dropped and I dropped recently a couple, I recently dropped hoodies sold out. So if anybody's interested, just go follow and just wait for the next drop. All that's right. special. So that's awesome. Going. All right. I'm going to have to buy some. I'm going to have to buy some. How'd you get into that? Like, I want to, I'm kind of interested, like, how did you get into that? How'd you start that? What came, the idea came about? Well, the idea came because I always would look at things on, uh, you know, a lot of, the, a lot, unfortunately, a lot of the clothes, a lot of, a lot of people my age want are, you know, really, really expensive or really, really hard to come by. And I was just thinking about it and I was like, well, all this stuff, I mean, this guy's putting it on hoodies and I was kind of tired of just like the clean cut, you know, screen printed hoodie. So I was like, this is something that I can do with, I do, I do a lot of like fabric work and embroidery that, you know, I've recently learned from my mother who's taught me how to do it. And uh, I've been, you know, working on that. I try to make stuff that's original and stuff that people are going to look at and be like, oh, well, that's different than everything I'm seeing. And it's not something that's totally out of my price range. So something that's, you know, meet in the middle where you can find some type of, you know, a luxury, a unique thing while also not, you know, dropping a, a, a ridiculous amount of money, like a hundred dollars on, you know, a piece of clothing. So it's just something that I wanted to give back kind of and to make me a little bit happy too. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's such a great, that's such a great like side hustle and like what you're doing. Hopefully it blows up for you. It becomes like a, a mate, a massive thing. And I think that's such a great idea too, because like, I know I have a nephew that's like 15 years old and it's like, he wants to buy some putty and it's like 300, 200 bucks. And I'm like, dude, how, like how, like it's yeah. crazy that they charge the kids. And that's great that you want to be able to get back to uh, kids your age and stuff like that and have some cool designs and make it cheap exactly that's kind of like the goal yeah that's awesome well raf this has been awesome dude you're such a great great kid man like i said very professional speaking and very very professional i can see you being a ceo one day of a company with <laughs> the, you know with the the shirts and everything like that and uh you know do you have any statements or questions or anything before we sign off um mainly just uh just to, you know everybody who's sitting in the pandemic who's kind of feeling like they got nothing to do and all that stuff just remember that you know, there's going to be, you know, light at the end of the tunnel. Everything's getting better. If you feel like you can't get basketball, go out, find a friend, go shoot, go shoot together just because the gyms are closed. And, you know, just remember that if you're not working, somebody else is. So everybody get in the gym and just keep working. That's awesome. That's great. Uh, thank you so much, Raph, for being on the show. This has been an awesome, great interview. And, I, I, you know, best of luck with you and good luck with Mass Premier. And uh, you can definitely find me wearing some World's Clay gear <laughs> down the line. All right. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right. That was my interview with Raf a lot. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Great kid. Great future ahead of him. Bright future ahead of him with his clothing design. And just the way he speaks, you can tell he's very professional. So really enjoyed our conversation. It was a lot of fun speaking with him. Upcoming this week, we have some more great interviews for you guys. On Wednesday, we have Amaya Dowdy for, from St. Ray's girls basketball team. And we also have Joey Rogusta from Cranston West uh, boys basketball team. Be on the lookout for those episodes of the upcoming week. And we have more great episodes coming to you the following week. Just a lot of things going on here. So very excited. 
Um, I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday, and we will see you on Wednesday.